Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast number 193. I'm your host, David Palermo, and on this one, it's really a Facebook Live video done a day ago, sounding off on the marriage between the ownership to the general manager to the head coach down to the players. Everybody needs to be in sync, and what we saw in the field against the Baltimore Ravens was an absolute joke. I'm here to dissect it with you a little bit more. But instead, this time taking in some comments, please follow along on Facebook, get notified when we're going live, join the conversation, come talk some shit. Let's go. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, again, Facebook. You want to shoot an email to me, davidnumbillsfan.com. Have at it. Hope you enjoy. I'm your host, David Palermo. Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Live. And uh, it's Tuesday morning, September 11th. Um, so shout out to anybody, you know, shout out to my buddy Jay Zeller, first responder to uh, 9-11. Uh, if anybody in, in Rochester knows Jason Zeller, good ass dude. Um, so shout out to that dude and uh everybody in the services armed forces that have had to go overseas over that stuff you know so wish you all the best um we'll never forget 9-11 where i was when it happened pretty like monumental day actually in my life my senior year um remember where i was when my friend came into the cafeteria for a little breakfast after the bus telling me yeah somebody threw a plane into a building and then another one came it's like what so you know life kind of changed after that so i guess at least we have bills football right now to think about some stuff greg i am so happy you joined holy shit all right so greg i would love to talk to you man um how do you feel like the game went i got a good 10 minutes here i want to make this powerful and efficient um i want to dive right into this game uh I'm going to start off here in my notes. Um, I'll say this whole offseason we were, I've been hammering the table of the Bills have never been set up before a draft better than 2018. You got two first round picks, two second round picks, two third round picks. That to me, that's six, that six players to start, and you know, Coach McDermott. I really like the dude. Contrary to how I sound on the podcast, I really like the dude. Um, I've always personally personality clashes have had a problem when people just tell me, "This is just how we do it," and um, shut the fuck up and do it. And I've not really been one to take to that so you know when a guy can't answer questions at a presser he gives the media nothing he gives the fans absolutely nothing trust the process and oh don't worry we have a plan and when this guy's brought in the pagulas want to pimp this guy out that he's like the smartest fucking dude that's ever walked on water and i'm sorry but like I think they did way too much of an overselling Sean McDermott. 
because it's hollow. There's absolutely no disrespect to the players on the team because I don't even think it's necessarily their fault, which I'll get into, all their fault. But there is a – yesterday was an example, or I should say Sunday was an example against the Ravens of just straight up pulling the wool over the fans' eyes saying, we don't need talent. We don't need talent. We're good. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're going to like this Tremaine Edmonds kid. You're going to like this Josh Allen kid. Dude, not for nothing so far, I really like Tremaine Edmonds. I do actually really like Josh Allen. I'm looking forward to it. But what I did not want was Josh Allen to come in to a fucking disaster. And he is not set up whatsoever. Like, whatsoever. And Jason Stamper, great point, dude. Been hammering the table on this. I feel like I've been in an echo chamber with other Bills fans I see online and around Instagram and some of my friends. And a lot of people ask me, dude, why are you so negative? Why are you so negative? Because it's taken the the, the Bills. Chan Gailey, Buddy Nicks, three years, right? Doug Marone comes in. The keys get handed over to... Doug Whaley, you have five years there of building a scouting staff that was based in Pittsburgh, okay? So, or from Pittsburgh. Doug Whaley came from the Pittsburgh organization, and and everybody sweats the nuts of the Steelers, right? So we're all like, oh, yeah, Uh, this guy from the Steelers organization, they have great draft picks. And guess what? Around the Doug Marone time, the Bills are actually getting some decent players here, like, it was pretty, uh, you know, promising. And, and and before Mario Williams, what free agent signed in Buffalo? Let me know. What big free agent signed in Buffalo before Mario Williams? The problem with McBean, with Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott, and it's not necessarily their fault, and maybe the Bagulas, and it's not necessarily their fault either, is they weren't here for 10 years. And whether And, and you can't just say, I wasn't here. You have to have empathy for the fan base. The fan base has been dragged through so much bullshit. So many guys who have come to the door and said, I know more than you. And he knows more than you. And we're just going to take this ship and just trust it. Just trust it? You had a whole offseason, and the team looks worse. The team looks worse. Richie Incognito and Eric Wood... We're we're, we're problems before the draft even started. And you needed depth on the offensive line at the guard spot. And rumor is they're going to cut Richie Incognito if he didn't take a pay cut. As if all pro guards just grow on fucking trees in the NFL. Cordy Glenn. Anybody see the game that Andy Dalton had? You think Cordy Glenn had anything to do with it? Left tackle. Andy Dalton, we throws with two touchdowns, maybe a pick, almost 300 yards, I think 265-ish. Um, Mixon, running back for the Bengals, has a good game. I mean, come on. It, it's it's ridiculous. Like, there were 14 offensive linemen who went in rounds two and three. Do I love Tremaine Edmonds? Yes. Do I like Josh Allen? Yes. Okay, Tremaine Edmonds... Dude, his arms are so fucking long. 
He is just like everywhere. And if you haven't tried him in Madden, you got to do it. Josh Allen. I feel bad for Josh Allen, man. This kid has to carry the team. The team is looking towards Josh Allen now, I think. Who else you got? Brandon Bean, the general manager, and Coach McDermott, they set up the team this way. Chris Ivory, a lot of people had doubts on him. I don't think he's lost it, but when I see Marcus Murphy in there, it tells me that the coaching staff thinks that Chris Ivory isn't that good. Well, you already had Marcus Murphy. Is there? I believe the Bills don't even have a director of player pro personnel because the dude, I forgot his name, he went back to the Texans to become the Texans general manager, the guy the Bills had. So who's scouting the talent? Who's the guy bringing in the free agents? We have seen time and time again, Doug Whaley is our best example of a GM lately that could marry talent to the coaching staff. Zach Brown comes in off the street. Very productive. At least the first four or five games of the year, and then he started to tail off. People can talk about that if they want. It, it, it happened. Um, we've seen guys, second-round picks, third-round picks littered around the league. You know, Marshawn Lynch is still playing football, but they drafted C.J. Speller. That was a, not a dull move. Marshawn Lynch wasn't coming back to Buffalo. Hit a lady with his Porsche. Allegedly sold 20 bucks. I don't know how true that is. Um, some dumb shit. You know, and Buffalo fans, we're just, you know what? We're just done with that guy. We're just done with that guy. Oh, okay. Anybody but him. Cool. Anybody but Doug Whaley, the GM. Look what we got. We have a depleted roster. Adolphus Washington, third round pick. Just cut. Adolphus Washington is the fall guy for that fucking performance, Leslie Frazier. That's what you got, defensive coordinator? And I'm a big Leslie Frazier fan. And I can't believe how porous this defense is. Gil Bird, secondary coach, is not the secondary coach anymore. I'm not guaranteeing the secondary is going to be that good. Trey White looked fine. But who the fuck is evaluating this roster, as Jason Stamper said? Who is evaluating the talent on the roster? If anybody has any thoughts, um, you know, Roy Moon here. We look terrible on all levels. That's coaching problems. I agree with you. You're a good man, Roy. Okay? Roy, I don't think the team can coach. I don't think this team has the coaches. And we have all... The Bills have $80 million in cap space next year. For what? To overpay for fucking bums? Who's going to come to Buffalo? My point with the Mario Williams thing was it took years to get free agents to come to Buffalo. The only way the Bills are going to be able to do that is by trading their fucking picks for players and forcing people to come here, a la LaShawn McCoy, and overpaying him so he f is fucking happy. Oh, okay, so we have all these, all this money. Say they do pick the right players. Say they do get these players at the right cost. You trust this coaching staff to put them out there? And I am not about firing coaches. I don't. And maybe it seems like this. If you go through the Numbills and Podcast feed, damn, there are some hot trash of titles. But they're kind of true. One of them is Josh Allen is set up for disaster. Does he not look like he's set up for disaster? Vlad Dukas has had how much tape out there on him? And you're willing to swap Vlad Dukas from the right guard to the left guard. How about you keep fucking Cordy Glenn under contract and maybe move the one-year player who looked promising, Deion Dawkins, to the right tackle and try that? No. You're not willing to do that? Cordy Glenn is 
is gone. There's no talent. Like, this is just awful. Joshua Bradford. I knew our O-line would completely implode. QB was constantly under pressure. Our defense can only play for so long. Joshua, I agree with you, bud. But the Bills' defense opening drive look like they've never played football in their life. Just let me know what you think. I don't think the Bills play football. Cousin Tony Camarada joined. Tony, we're losing our mind at the Clan Vake. This god-awful team here. So... What I look at it is what should the Bills do? I mean, they pulled the plug. The Bills pulled the plug on Rex Ryan. And they didn't want to continue on with Rex Ryan. They didn't want to deal with Doug Whaley anymore. And Anthony Lynn, the Bills interim coach who... All points were pointing to him having the job locked up for Bill's head coach until Sean McDermott with his notepad. And, hey, I'll tell you what, I got my notepad with all the solutions in the notepad. So if any, if we hit any adversity, don't worry. I got it written down on how we're going to solve it. I've never experienced it. But, um, you know, I got my notepad and we're going to fix these problems. And, hey. Kim and Terry Pagula. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's really, really organized. Really. Can you do your fucking job? Can you evaluate talent? Can you put players out there that belong to be on the team and out there? Mike Tolbert is he even in the league? You have so much money in dead cap. You have two point almost three million dollars higher towards the three million dollar side of dead cap from Corey Coleman, the Bills receiver. That, the, that came from Cleveland, that they just ended up cutting. <laughs> he was so bad to them that they ended up cutting him. And you have almost $3 million just going into thin air along with the seventh round pick. And yes, it's just a 2027th round pick. But on the real, last I checked, these picks are equity. These picks are the cheapest way to build your roster. Buying free agents is not the way to build your roster. So what I would like to know is how do you build a roster moving forward with coaches who don't seem like all of them have it together? We have wide receivers not getting separation. Is that the coaches or is that the talent? We have an offensive line they can't play. Juan Castillo was the first hire on the offensive side of the ball. You know who Juan Castillo is? He is the offensive line coach and the run game coordinator. Both of them have sucked. Have absolutely sucked, dude. Juan. Call me Juan. You want to call me Juan? Come in the fucking chat. Explain to me why the team fucking sucks. There was two years on paper of a number one rushing fucking offense. And he ran the ball the first year of those two years more than anybody. So you have plenty of plays to sift through to see how certain guys were worked last season. You have a whole season with these players, and you just think that Vlad Dukas is good enough to move to the left guard? I hear Russ Talker on his podcast five years ago, the Ross Tucker podcast. It's probably only three years now. But he used to be on the ESPN podcast, and Ross Tucker used to play guard for the Bills. And he was talking about how hard it is to just swap sides. You just don't do it. It's really hard to do. 
and we're just supposed to buy it like oh this is gonna work and I'm just supposed to show up to these games and you took a team that made it to the playoffs a, a year where Nick Foles won the Super Bowl MVP Nick fucking Foles that year and you give away a million picks for a quarterback you give away a million picks for a linebacker you could have kept Preston Brown you could have kept those picks and had players to plug the holes and then maybe next year you pop a fucking boner and then you get somebody that fits the hole I really don't understand the way this operation went and how so many fans could buy into depleting a roster and then be shocked that the Bills following shit on themselves. I'm fucking shocked that the Bills took a shit on themselves. So really, thank you for joining along here. This has been fun. I have to head to work now. It's been a fun 16 minutes. And I just wanted to point out the question. I'll be back later this week, and I want some damn answers. Do you trust this coaching staff in the future and the scouting staff in the future to find talent to put on the roster? Because the Bills have a lot of dead cap. Adrian McCarron traded more dead cap. So, oh, yeah, they have no money. Why? Because they just cut players that matter. So many players they cut that matter. And... So I, I, I took some little things here, little dead cap notes, okay? So I want to let you know the free agents that they signed. Trent Murphy is uh, a lot of money. And if you were to cut Trent Murphy this year, the defensive end that they brought in, the big signing, he's a $7.975 million dead cap year one. Next year, if you cut him, $3.5 million dead cap. Year three, if you cut Trent Murphy, $1.175 million. The guy's first play, he's been injured. I'll give it to him. Guy's first play, he gets a gets an offsides, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was his first play. That's her big free agent signing. Chris Ivory, 2.75 dead cap. Million. Andre Holmes, 1.3. Zay Jones, you can't cut Zay Jones. He's $3 million this year if you cut him. Next year, if you cut him, $1.5 million. Year after that, 767000 Vontae Davis. You know how much it is to cut Vontae Davis who didn't wear his fucking helmet? They wouldn't even allow Vontae Davis to dress up in, in pads? $4 million, 300000 on the cap. His dead cap is three point seven five if they cut him. So right there, if you have Chris Ivory who doesn't play, Vontae Davis, who doesn't play, and you can't cut them, you're looking at, if you were to cut them, $5 million plus 750 and 750 is another million five. So that's $6,500,000. Add two point something million, we'll just give him the benefit of the doubt. We'll give him $2 million, dead cap, or two five. Are you kidding me? That's $9 million of dead cap. You know what Cordy Glenn's dead cap is? $9 million. You know why? Because he had to take all the dead cap for the years ahead and bring it back. You couldn't re-sign Cordy Glenn or figure something out. What? He's been injured since you've been, he's been here for a little bit, last year and a half. He's been injured. Ooh, wow, an injury. The guy has transcendent coaching staff. Get the fuck out of here. Very serviceable. Making Andy Dalton look good. Smart player. Do I have to go down the list? You know, A.G. McCarron, that's another couple million dead cap. Like, 
Don't tell me the Bills have no money when they're wasting it. Starla Tule is averaging $10 million a year. you got to see what he gets next year. An absolute tire fire of money. I should just look that up. Star load to spotrack.com. Check this out. It's just incredible. Like, I don't want to hear that the team has no money. What have you done with the fucking money? Like, what are you doing with the money? It, it, it's as if Brandon Bean is asleep bringing in guys. So what'd you do? Look at your fantasy catalog for four years ago and who's a good fucking player? Oh, yeah, let's bring in Chris Ivory. Fucking Jeremy Curley. Dude, we're going to tear it up. And I am just made a podcast talking about how that they're awesome. They're going to be awesome. Yeah, you cut Star this year, you can't. $18 million dead cap. Next year, if you cut him, 2019, $12 million dead cap. You know how much money Star Latula is making next year? $11.5 million fucking dollars. And they're really, they say it's not bad now. They say it's not bad. But his dead cap in 2020 is $7.8 million. His dead cap in 2021 is $5.2 million. His dead cap in 2022, yes, 2022 is $2.6 million. Who made this contract? You trust that this dude's going to be here that long? I don't trust any Bills player to be here that long. And the guy that you did have signed that long was Marcel Darius, and he actually performed. The defense was an abomination. The team has gone downhill last season in the rankings, and then this year they look even fucking worse. And I'm supposed to sit on my fucking hands and finger-bang myself here. Like, this is fucked up. So, Jason Sanford gave Murphy way way too much money. He done nothing about it. He's injured, so, yeah. Yep. And Jason recovered star. Yeah, and, and then I'm hearing that Star Tule, you know, his job's to eat up blocks, you know. I got to go back and look at the tape. I'm not going to take a, star, a solid shit on Star here, okay? But I will say these signings have been suspect. And name me one good signing the Bills have made since Brandon Bean's been here. Calvin Benjamin, great trade. Jordan Matthews, you trade for a cornerback who was affordable under the cap, who, like, was pretty fucking good and it's still pretty good and Ronald Darby he doesn't fit you have Kevon Seymour developing in the background later pick looking decently promising nah he's not your guy the Bills are depleting the roster for what I don't trust that the people they have there know how to even evaluate talent so why are you dumping the roster when these guys have shown that they don't even know how to evaluate talent Brandon Bean, people were proud that he wasn't a, a scout first. I don't give a fuck if my general manager is a good talker. I want the general manager of my sports team to find me fucking talent. And the Bills are lacking a lot of high-end talent. And sorry to any of the players or anybody like that. It ain't you, it's the fucking coaching then. If it ain't Brandon Bean, it's the coaching. If it ain't the coaching, then it's Brandon Bean. Where the fuck does this fall? You can't tell me that 22 players... 11 on each side of the ball, 53, 54 players can't all play together on special teams, defense, and, and on offense. It tells me that the coaching fucking blows. Get it together, Bills. Done with this shit. Thank you for tuning in. NumBillsFan.com for all your dumbass needs for this shit. Follow along on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Love you all. Have a good morning. I just need to unload. You know, got the Bob Marley shirt on for some 
positivity today. But uh, yeah, holler at me on numbillsfan.com. If you haven't, please check out the latest podcast. You know, I'll take a take a grizzly over here and just show you a little something, something. If you subscribe to the podcast, you get you can subscribe right on iTunes. Really easy. Subscribe on Google Play, Stitcher Radio. And then if you look, you got like a nice little feed here. There's me eating a hot dog a few years ago. And you kind of scroll. So the last podcast was Bill Sloppy and Unprepared for Season Opener. Talked to my dude, Mike Smith. Pretty dope show. Really liked it. 191. If you're into fantasy football, you want to know some guys to start. Guys that you might not think about. 191 is fantasy football just only. Fantasy Focus 1 with Mike Smith. And he's the man. And it's really awesome. 190, Mike and I banter again. Bill's at Ravens Preview. Of course, they're probably not going to listen to that. But it is kind of like a season kickoff. Like, what to expect? I really thought Nathan Peterman was going to be all right. I was like, ah, you know what? We got to support him. Podcast earlier, it's time to back Nathan Peterman, 188. Because as a fan, that's the people you're going to trot out there. Well, let's support him. Let's give him our best. Let's go, boys. Let's go. You know? So here we are. Thank you again. I'm your host, David Palermo, and have a good day. Take care. Season opener might be rough, but stay tuned on numbillsfan.com for new podcasts. Take care.